recording. Hi. Hello, Mel. <laughs> how are you? Never know how to start that. I feel for all... Is there any podcast where they actually nail the start of the podcast? I don't think there is. Mm-mm. Only, like, like really serious ones. Yeah. Like, they have proper intros, like, um, Serial. This yeah. is Serial, a podcast brought to you by, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. But I feel like when you're chatting to someone, you can't. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. And we don't, yeah. It's weird. Um, it's fine. We're it's just fine. chatting. It's fine. As two normal people do. The weirdest part is... Like, we go, hi, how are you? But, like, we've already spoken I know. today. <laughs> like, literally this morning, Josie came to work and I didn't even say hi because I'd already messaged her about three different things yeah. before we even got to work. Yeah. So it's sort of like, well, I feel like I've already talked to you today. Yeah, you don't need to say no hello. need to be like, hi. it's weird. That's weird. But anyway. It's fine. I'm really mm. glad you're talking today because I don't have much voice. Because you? <clears throat> well, this will be so outdated by the time this episode goes live. But I went to the football and screamed a lot at my team who lost. <laughs> so then I drank a lot <laughs> and slept very little. And Great advice for everyone out there. Yes, do that. When things don't go your way, drink a lot. Yep. And don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. Um, so now I have no voice. So I'm really glad that you will be speaking for the bulk of this podcast. I'm happy too because I'm really excited about this story. I'm scared. I know you're scared. Um, but first... Um, I feel like our group is now our friends. Yeah, we've like got all actually. these new virtual friends yeah. in our Facebook group. We love all of you. Um, and we'll love all newcomers as well. Yeah. We haven't had one troll. Like, we've had no. everyone that has joined. There's been several <laughs> times at the beginning when people that we didn't know were joining. We were sort of like, is that a real person or is that someone yeah. coming to just say mean things? Yeah. And then we're like, we can just delete <laughs> them if they're mean. Yeah. So let's just accept everyone. Yeah. So if you want to be part of it, just head to the pedestrian.tv Facebook page and you'll see the All Aussie Mystery Hour podcast group. Join it. We Come. accept within 30 seconds. Literally. Such fucking losers. Yeah. We are always on our phones looking for love and approval. So Constantly. We'll accept you with open <laughs> arms, virtual open arms. But yeah, I'm loving it. I'm obsessed with the group. Yeah, same. It's my new favourite thing to do is when people post in there and then we're all just chatting about mysteries and yeah. murders because that's all we love and care about. Yep. It's, it's a safe space. Yep. It's literally all that we know now. I know. So we share things in there like additional info, photos, yep. related stories, but just anything crime related. Yeah, like come and tell us a yarn. What was mm. that yarn? Someone told us something. Oh my God, the about the Lithgow, pa- not Lithgow, but yes. the panther. Yes. Lord, that was scary. It was a really long, great story. It was. It was like a long, proper little miniature yarn about a panther sighting, and it was just such a good time. I was actually scared. Again, in the middle of Melbourne where I was, scared of a panther, and no panther was anywhere near me. But it was evocative, the story that she shared. It brought the feelings out. So please, if you have something to share that's crimey, Head on in. Head on in. Join the gang <laughs> Post of weirdos. Away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so today I'm doing uh, Monte Cristo Homestead, mm-hmm. which is allegedly the most haunted mm-hmm. house in the Southern Hemisphere. It's not just Australia. Yeah. It's like the entire Southern Hemisphere. How does one decide that? Is oh, that based on how know. many <laughs> reports there are of I mean, I assume haunted that activity? Is. I'm going to assume that is to do with like supernatural activity. Right. Um, or potentially amount of different mm. ghosts. 
potentially as well. Yeah. But then I'm like, I was okay, I'm terrible at geography, like actual piss week at geography. Mm. And I was like, what else is in the Southern Hemisphere? <laughs> and I don't know <laughs> because I don't understand geography. But I obviously, America is not in it. <laughs> Whatever's below the equator. Okay. Well, that's not really a massive win because... There's a lot of South missing, America in there. Yeah, but America and England mm. notoriously have the most haunted mm-hmm. bullshit. Mm. That's true. And they're left out. Not to mention Haiti wouldn't be in there, right? Because Haiti had all the, like, voodoo stuff. Haiti's meant to be real hectic. They might be above the equator. I'm not sure about that one. Yeah. So, like, you're not really winning Monte Cristo Homestead. But, like, I'll give it to you. Yeah, it's probably within the top. 500 in the world. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like when our podcast yeah. <laughs> was number <laughs> number four in number Australia. Four in Australia. In the comedy charts, not overall. <laughs> but we took it. We took it. We ran with that. Yeah. How many people did we tell we were number four in the iTunes charts? Um, I think I told about 650,000 people. Same. <laughs> and and then they would say, Strangers on what the do you mean in the whole charts? And we'd go, yeah. In Australia. No, in the comedy charts, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was still a win. Take it was totally a win. Get. It was a massive win. No, I'm I'm just kidding. We loved that. Um, please make it happen again. Like, yes. subscribe, like, subscribe. Rate, leave do reviews. Things, do things that are good on the iTunes. Like I said, we're thirsty for your love and affection. <laughs> Give it so to desperate. us, please. This is just going to turn into like just <laughs> us pleading with people to like tell us we're great. And that's that. And, and then, then we're no like, mystery. the end. <laughs> <laughs> like, Thanks for we listening. tricked you into joining a cult and now we've brainwashed you and oh all God. we want is your love and approval. Never mind. Of sorry. course you made it into a cult. I know. Thing. I know. I'm sorry. Anyway, woo. I feel like I'm dressed today like some sort of weird yeah. farmer cult leader, just for anyone that is it's listening. It's like half crochet, yeah. half like prairie shirt, floral, boho look. It's very yeah. cute. Yeah, like a sort of like a little farmer. Yeah. Who's got a secret cult. Yes. And isn't telling anyone about it. And it's starting to become murderous. And she's like burying bodies in the yeah. yard. And being like, that was a dead dog. <laughs> I was about to say that smells dream to move to a farm and start a commune. But then you made it murdery. <laughs> oh, no. It's not my dream to it's go murder Mel's people and pretend they're dream dead dogs. dream to be a serial killer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's just waiting for the right moment. I really hope it's not now. There's a Stanley knife on the table and we're in a soundproof room. Oh <laughs> no God. one will know I'm gone. <laughs> was the plan all along. Um, anyway, sorry, I've gone so off track. That's fine. What was I even talking about? Oh, yeah, so it's the most haunted in the Southern Hemisphere. Southern Hemisphere. Yeah. I've been. You've been. As you know. Yeah. You do know that. Yeah, you wrote a story about it. You got me to write a story yeah. about it. <laughs> Which we'll share in the what is group. today? <laughs> it's a Monday, guys. We don't usually record these no, on Monday. No, we don't. I don't know who I am. I don't as know I who said, I didn't sleep much yeah. on the weekend. You have an excuse. I have no excuse. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so basically I've been, and it is fucked. It's so terrifying. Yeah. Um, I'm going to riddle the, the story with my stories. Oh, I love that. Rather than tell you my whole thing. But basically um, you can just go through the whole house mm. and all the stables and all the extra bits, which is like it, I really like old shit in general. Like I'm mm. quite into history, mm-hmm. um, especially like – Australian history because I grew up here and I'm like yeah. probably the only Australian that likes Australian history. <laughs> no, I like it too. Okay, that's good yeah. because when I was in school, everyone was always like, why do you like Australian history? <laughs> this is so lame. Like, let's talk about like 
Rome. World War Two yeah. and like <laughs> the Rome, fun zesty stuff. <laughs> the fun zesty stuff where shit actually King has happened. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Australian history. The diggers. The diggers. <laughs> I love I love all history, but I love I'm the one that's like, let's go to a museum whenever we go on a holiday. Like yeah. I want to go to the local museum. The local museums are great. I love it. They're worth a visit, I reckon. Can I ask you? I yeah. know you're not geographically inclined, but where oh, is God. this house? Oh, okay. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so scared. <laughs> um, so it's in Junee, which is oh, just yes. outside of Wagga. Mm-hmm. So you can, <laughs> yeah. So people in Wagga, like actually the reason I'm doing this is mm. my friend Luke mm. grew up in Wagga Wagga. Yeah. And he was the one, I think I've told you this story, but not everyone. So basically <laughs> Luke and Matt are my friends. They're a mm-hmm. couple. Matt started listening to the podcast because he genuinely wanted to listen. And Luke was like, I don't want to listen to it. I I don't have any interest in it. (laughs) And then Matt fell asleep and Luke got really obsessed. Now Luke is obsessed with it, which I think is just so great. He hasn't caught up yet. Yeah. (laughs) So Luke was messaging me during one of the episodes and was like, you have to do Monte Cristo. And I was like, but it's not really like a mystery. And then I was like... But it kind of is because there's so much supernatural activity. Shit has and I happened think there. Can, yeah. And what did we say, Josie? Mm. Loose terminology. It's so loose. Firstly, it's never an hour. Never so an hour. Let's start with We've that. We've come close the past we couple of episodes, close. like 55 minute mark. But then <laughs> by now, this would be two episodes ago. Luna Park was 32 yes, minutes. It was so. short. <laughs> it was a short little commute. It was like a mini sode. <laughs> <laughs> a mini sode. And um, yeah, and so now it's also not entirely mysteries it's also ghosts soon it won't even be all aussie it'll be like well i mean indonesia is close yeah it's southern (laughs) hemisphere there you go all southern hemisphere (laughs) mystery and ghost 40 minutes 40 minutes (laughs) not as catchy a name not as catchy sorry we're so off track oh my god it's fine who cares it's part of it it's part of the journey part of the vibe um so, Monte Cristo, mm. Junie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the original owner was Christopher William Crawley. That sounds oh. so fucking scary already. already. Always, there's a literally, oh no, that's Crowley. There's a demon in Supernatural called Crowley. <laughs> but still, the name Crawley is scary to it's me. It's a bad name. Creepy Crawley. It's a bad that's name. It's not good. I've got bad vibes already. <laughs> <laughs> um, he acquired two parcels of land in Junie. Mm parcels, I don't know, making up 520 acres. Yep. This was in 1876. Okay. All this information is coming from their website because there's a whole website for Monte Cristo. So I'm assuming it's factual. Yeah. Who knows? They could have made it. What am I going to do? Call them up? (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm going to read it on the internet, write it in 40 minutes and come in here and tell you about it for another 40 minutes. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so he actually struggled for years. And then they made the Great Southern Railway Line, and that opened in 1878 and ran straight through town. Mm. And he was, you know, kind of a thinker. He, he built the railway hotel opposite the station, Clever. predicting yeah. the success. And, like, you know what? People love the piss. Yep. That's all Especially that we know. Especially after a long, hard train trip. Oh. I can tell you that. Going to <laughs> Newcastle, <laughs> two hours, 40 minutes. Just Get me a wine. <laughs> I, um... I drive a lot, mm. but even when I've done long road trips in Australia, I end up stopping in a pub and having a beer. There's something about yeah. a long travel, yeah. got to have a cold one. Yeah. It's a VB ad waiting to that happen. That is literally, is that a VB ad? And it's me. Yeah, in that top. I don't know how many of you have actually physically seen me, but I am not. She's not one of those sweaty men in a VB ad. Like a sweaty man in a VB ad. Matter of fact, I got it now. 
sides are iconic. They should bring them back. I know. They should. Um, Anyway, so obviously the region took off after Mm. this. His hotel was a success. Their wealth increases. And then he ended up actually in his peak of like financial peak acquiring almost the entire Juni area. Oh, wow. a big fucking deal of a dude. Um, And then he kind of became considered a town founder, which Mm -hmm. like fair enough. Apparently, he had a natural generosity and sense of civic responsibility, which meant he was held high, in high regard in the community. Yep. Um, and this is around the time when he built Monte Cristo, which was constructed in 1885. And it's right up on a hill. And even when you come to town, you can see it. Oh, it's my like, God. It's looming over a, the town. It really has like a, um, you know, the psycho house. Mm-hmm. It's got that vibe to it. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like up on the hill, yeah. like kind of creepy. But I guess also, like, nice before yeah, all this shit started. Um, and then no price was spared in its construction. And there were all these, like, annoying details that I haven't written down because who gives a fuck? But yeah. the walls are, like, 18 inches thick. They're made of solid brick. The ceilings are 12 feet high. So to give you an idea, it's just, like, a big mansion-y kind of mm. homestead with the wraparound balconies, you know, like, yeah. just Classic. big and yeah. high. It's, like, big dick energy in a house, you know? <laughs> It's like, I'm just like swinging my dick around as a house. Yeah. Yeah. That's the vibe. And all the little people could see it up there on the hill with its big dick energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's the John Hamm of houses. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck is wrong with us today? Anyway, um, (laughs) so then. (laughs) Oh my God. John Hamm of houses. Is John Hamm like terribly haunted as well? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe if you have a really big dick. Yeah. The John Hamm Mystery Hour, our um, spin-off podcast. (laughs) Investigating whether John Hamm's giant (laughs) wang has given him a lot of demons. Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry, John Hamm, if you're listening. I wish he was listening. Wouldn't that be great if he joined the Facebook group? It would be so funny if John Hamm heard this whole bit and then he was like, those chances, those funny Silly buggers, I'm going to join that Facebook group and tell oh them I listen. Oh, God. I'd die. Over the highlight of my life. Um, as a real side note, that's like that time. So recently, one of the Bachelor contestants messaged me on Instagram <laughs> off the back of a story, and then I realized that those girls actually probably read the shit that we yeah. write, and it freaked Where me out. Where we call them demons and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> anyway, um, so Mrs. Crawley, um, she was remembered in the town as being, inverted commas, like Queen Victoria. Oh. She usually wore a black lace dress with a lace cap and a stand-up beaded collar, which is just the visual here yeah. is demonic psycho lady yeah. who is going to murder everybody with her witchy powers yeah. and the bruise that she can cock <laughs> in her kitchen. Absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely. right? Um, she also apparently ruled the house with a rod of iron. So she was, they said tough but fair, but there's definitely this thing about Mrs. Crawley in all the things that I've kind of read that was like she was kind of a bit of a hard-ass, massive bitch, scary woman. Okay. And she's dead, so we can say this I know. But then I also feel bad because I'm like, where's this information come from? She can't defend herself. (laughs) Maybe she wasn't a hard-ass bitch, massive (laughs) arsehole. Maybe people were stupid. Yeah. Because sometimes people are stupid and they deserve to be treated like they're dumb. Yeah. Maybe all the staff were idiots. Yeah, probably. I can relate. Yeah. (laughs) Excuse me. <laughs> um, they had seven kids. Wow. Um, oh, I'd be a bitch too if I had seven bloody kids in the middle of the oh, fuck yeah. hot outback area. Yeah. Is it the outback? Uh, it's kind of the outback, I think. It's probably more bush than outback. Mm. I don't know. Someone from Wagga, come and tell us on the 
Facebook yep. group whether you're in the outback or not. But thanks. There was red dirt there when I went, which is my That's defining outback. factor of outback. <laughs> if I see red dirt, we're in the outback. Yeah. Um, so they had Helen Ann, Lydia Blanche, Florence Agnes, Angela Christina, and then they had three boys: Mervyn Marmaduke, best name ever. Wow. Aubrey Clarence and Alphonse Hillary. I feel like their boys' names are phenomenal. Fuck. I reckon all of those names are sick. Alphonse, get down here oh, this instant. They really like. That's why they had so many kids because they had so many good names yeah. they wanted to use. They just <laughs> kept going. <laughs> um, so here's where it starts to get creepy. Oh god! Because so, all that's quite nice. Yeah, it's fine. This couple. Yep. She's a bit weird, but they're fine. Yeah, she you know, dresses she like a fucking boss. Is around in her like black lace <laughs> gown. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into that mood. <laughs> Fuck everyone. Let's Fuck just everyone. Wear it. Let's look like witches. <laughs> like I want to just scare the townsfolk. If yeah. I was like that successful, I'd be like full, like galumphing yes. around in my like yeah. creepy witch outfit, yeah. making them think Ruling I'm like casting hexes. Why not? Um, so staff recall harsh treatment from mm. their employers. Mistreatment okay. is the actual term, um, which comes into play soon. So it wasn't all fun and games up in Casa Crawley. Mm-hmm. And Monte Cristo Homestead actually has a name. I don't know why you gave it <laughs> Casa <laughs> Crawley. This is bad. That's more zesty. <laughs> uh, William died in 1910. He was 69 years old. Mm-hmm. He died from heart failure officially, but it was secondary to blood poisoning what? caused by a carbuncle on his neck, oh. which became infected from oh. rubbing against his starched collar. Oh, they had some really harsh collars in this family. Yeah, they really enjoyed the starched collar. Oh I feel like if you were to tell me, like, if I, you would say, what's the worst way you could die, I would say fire, like I said in Luna Park. Yeah, awful. But now I think maybe this. Yeah, but why wouldn't he have just gone to get it checked know. out instead of grimacing through the pain? Well, I'm like, maybe it didn't hurt. As much What's like maybe a carbuncle. Was, I think like it's a like one of those like like a little. I don't know why these noises. Are <laughs> <laughs> <A little. laughs> Mel's like crouched over, like <laughs> like her hands out, like a T Rex. <laughs> it's like I think it's like a boil, a boil, Ugh. or like maybe it's making it was my a neck mole. feel funny. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's making your neck feel. Yeah, a bit my neck feels weird. Denim jacket right now. Um. So that's weird. Yeah, that's a weird way to go. And then Mrs. Crawley went even weirder. Oh, God. And so she then only left the house twice after his death. Oh. That's 23 years. Oh. (laughs) I thought you were going to say two years later she died. No. 23 years. 23 fucking years. She left the house twice. Yeah. She turned the upstairs, one of the upstairs rooms into a chapel and immersed herself in the Bible. Wow. You're not okay, honey. You are oh, not wow. doing well. You're not dealing well with um, William's death Mm-mm. at all. And like, Go don't out. Use... Get some vitamin D. Yeah. Get in that sunlight. Yeah. Take that black lace dress yeah. off. <laughs> and you've got a massive house in the middle of like the hill. Just lie nude yeah, in the sun. Yeah. Just have some um, self-care time. <laughs> the self-care time of lying <laughs> nude in the sun. Yeah. She um, should have done this instead of holding herself up in this. I know. Weird little room. And, like, don't try and pretend you're getting really into religion. You're just becoming a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Go to church like the rest yeah. of everyone else. Go hang out with some people. Mm-hmm. I think 23 years is too long a grieving period, yeah. frankly. I'm calling it. Um, she died in 1933. She mm-hmm. was 92. Wow. She died of heart failure that was secondary to a ruptured appendix. So I'm sort of like, 
Is no one going to the doctor in this <laughs> Everyone's family? Everyone's just like, I'm in incredible pain, but I'm going to soldier on. Yes. Hey, don't. Go get some antibiotics. Did they exist back then? I don't know. Mm. I feel like by the 30s, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. We're not medical We're not doctors, guys. Mm-hmm. We're not doctors. We don't know these things. If you're a doctor, feel free to set us straight in the <laughs> Facebook group. But right now, we're going to go on with not knowing anything. We're forging ahead. <laughs> um, so then in 19... The house kind of fell into disrepair after this. So basically, mm. in 1948, the last members of the family left the house. Yep. And then it really fell into disrepair. So up until that point, it wasn't what it was. Right. Why don't they just sell it and get the money? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's some family bullshit. I don't know. I guess he made it. Yeah, right. If my parents built a whole fucking house, I'd probably not want to sell it. Mm. But anyway, who knows? The point is, it was bought by the Ryan family Mm. in in 1963, Reginald and Olive Ryan. Okay. So it was empty for a while. I'm pretty sure. Whoa. So Reginald sadly passed away... I want to say in 2014. Oh, Reg. R.I.P. But Olive, they run, they still have the house and they still run it as a family. And they've got a bunch of kids. And their son, Lawrence, is the person that usually talks to media about the house. Okay. And I've met him as well and his wife. And he's a stuntman. Oh. And they're like... They're just like quirky, interesting kind of country characters. Like mm. they're yeah, but I, I haven't met them. Like hi, I'm Mel. I'm a big fan of yours. It's just like they're there when you go right. visit the house. Oh okay. And so my funny story is that you go through the gift shop <laughs> to like buy tickets, and yep. then you walk onto the property, and it's a big property, and you sort of mm. like so it's like moseying around the front yard for a bit, and then you go up to the door, and you're meant to knock on the door, and someone answers, mm. and I got the fright of my fucking life <laughs> because there's a thing that happens on the stairs that I'll tell you about soon that's already makes it creepy mm. and so then when I knocked on the door Olive who's like 1,000 years old <laughs> opens the door into like white hair oh. and like in like kind of like Victorian garb from memory but I might be making that up and yeah. she was just like, like <laughs> and I was like I was like ha <laughs> oh Olive you zesty old laugh like come in <laughs> <laughs> and it was all very terrifying because mm. it was sort of like are you a real or a ghost mm. Um, I think she's still alive. I hope so. But um, If she's not, then you definitely met her ghost. That wasn't yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> I never checked that out. Yeah. I never really checked. Could you walk through her? <laughs> <laughs> Did you sort of pass your hand through her stomach? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> um, anyway, so there's that's kind of basically the story actually of the house. Mm-hmm. And now I'll move into like the weird ghost stories and the tales because that's yes. kind of the fascination with the house. And mm. none of this is really... There's no evidence for this stuff. This is just stories. Right. It's They've mainly, they've all been kind of retold by the Ryans. So it's not like they have no basis at all and people Mm. are just making them up. But like, yeah, there's no actual 100% like, here's a record of this thing. Yes, right. Okay. So whatever. Who cares? We're not here for that shit. No. No one's here for actual facts. Aussie fact hour. It's Aussie mystery hour. (laughs) If you're here for facts, go and listen to Serial. Or Case File. (laughs) There's so many good. Yeah. Full-on facty podcast yeah. out there. This is not it. That's, no, it's this not one the, of them. This is the chat over a beer, except we're drinking water. But yeah, which is boring. One day we should have a beer, okay, or a wine. Mm. Um, anyway, so the first creepy rumor, and all of these I have a personal story for from my visit. Okay, is Harold Steele, who was the son of a maid. Mm-hmm. According to Lawrence Ryan, he 
was the result of an affair with the, mm. the maid had with Mr. Crawley. Oh. I had heard differently. I'd heard that he was um, a just a child of a maid. And basically, he had a mental illness. Lawrence says he developed the mental illness after a carriage accident. Um, and that led to him having uncontrollable aggressive behavior. Right. And how they... The solution they had for that, which is a terrible solution, oh was keeping him chained oh in the back cottage for over 30 years. Oh, my God. That's I know. fucking horrific. It's horrific. And the, the most horrific thing I think about this oh is that God. when I went... I know. It's horrible. Did you not expect that? No. That's awful. I feel sad for him. Yeah. And when I visited, I went to the maid's cottage, oh. which is out the back, oh. and on the wall, and I'll put these pictures up that I took, mm. on the wall is a chain, like a big chain, <sighs> and it's all been worn around the edges like it's oh, worn down him, like, so pulling. much yeah and it's kind of like did you make that up but, but i then don't know how, how you would it down yeah like the the wear down looks legit mm. like it looks like it's been done over a long period of time yeah. could have been a, like a dog or an animal that was tied up there to be honest but like That's yeah still fucked. it's still <laughs> fucked the whole thing is fucked so lawrence told the daily telegraph After all those years, he got dreadlocked hair and used to howl in the night. Oh, my God. Locals in Juni thought there was a monster chained in the house and the kids would search. Harold would growl and hiss at them like an animal, which is hectic and really sad, like definitely creepy. Mm. Obviously, if you lived in town, you could hear this howling Mm. coming from up on the hill, but like generally just really, really tragic. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this poor kid. Like it's creepy, but it's also just so sad that you would do that yes. to someone just Absolutely. because they had, they weren't in inverted commas normal. I know, and like, like if he, he wasn't, he's not going to get any better by chaining him up in a fucking house by himself. It's so awful. I know, and it's like if he wasn't fit to be in society, just say, mm. like if he was you know, violent, had violent tendencies, was dangerous. Like, there were asylums Mm. around that you could take him to. You didn't have to, like, Mm. treat Anyway, it's awful. Um, So he's obviously long dead, Mm. but Lawrence says people still hear the sounds at night in the town. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, So the next story. Mm. So the first thing you see when you walk up to the house, like I was saying, there was something that happened before I went in. Yeah, on the stairs. Is the stairs, the stone stairs, and there's, like, one patch that's a different colour. It's like a weird, like a lighter colour to the rest of the stairs and there's a sign next to it. According to legend, a maid fell from the balcony to her death onto the stairs and she was pregnant. Oh, my God. Supposedly to Mr Crawley. Oh, he was getting around, wasn't he? I know, he was really getting around the maids. And um, there's speculation over whether she fell, like fell, committed suicide or was pushed by Mrs Crawley. Oh. Mm-hmm. So oh. that's really creepy because the you can see where the bleach has been put on the stair. Oh, and when like, did that allegedly happen? Oh, like in the eight. Well, obviously in the eighteen right eighties nineties. Went before Mister Crawley died. Yeah, so right. Oh my god. It's around that kind of what decade? What's two decades? Just two decades? Twenty years. <laughs> I was like, is there a word for that? <laughs> Within that 20 years. Yeah. Okay. I was like, because you know other, like, like Mm. in Italian at something. (laughs) Like, you know, know, like all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Never mind. I'm so sorry, everyone. I feel like people go in that quarter century when they're talking about 25 years. That's nice. Let's use that. In that quarter century. Yeah. Okay. 
we'll um, edit all of this out. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then there was another accident. So it's been riddled with accidents. Yeah. The next one accidents is accidents in inverted commas. I yeah. might like to add there because I don't I don't buy it. Yeah, with a strong wink. Yeah. <laughs> a strong wink on the accidents. So a maid fell down the stairs of the house. Oh. This is this is this story is kind of weird because it's got it's been told in two bits. Basically, the story I've heard and the, mm. one of the stories that was in a lot of the articles was that a maid fell down the stairs in the house. She was carrying a baby, <sighs> dropped the baby, the baby died. Who was the baby? Um, well, this thing oh, I'd read that it was like a maid's kid, just mm-hmm. like a kid, like not like connected to the family. Mm. But Lawrence told Domain, who did this great story, by the way, on the house, which I think is just kind of fun. Like yeah. they're like a real estate website, <laughs> but like I love that. Yeah. Um, anyway, they he said the baby was Magdalene, one of the Crawley children who was 18 months old at the time. Mm. Um, the maid says she was pushed by a supernatural force. Oh, oh so she didn't die. No. Only the baby died. Only the baby died. Oh, my God. But then other stories say that Magdalene, the baby, was pushed by a disgruntled maid because the Crawleys weren't nice to their maids. Right. So there's so many little things to unpack in there. It could be that the maid purposely... Mm. Tripped inverted commas. Oh my god! And killed the baby, yep. or did another maid push the maid carrying the baby, mm. or did, did the it... baby just get pushed? I don't really know what the answer is there, but or a supernatural being, or a super. I'm so sorry. Yeah, or a supernatural being. Mm. How rude of me. <laughs> That's um, what she said happened. Yeah, and so, but Magdalene isn't really listed in their right. kids either, so I'm a bit confused by that. Yeah, um, I guess when it's so old. And, like, in a small town, there aren't a lot of, like, you kind of just dealt with it. Like, yeah. Like, when people were born and when they died, you just got on with it. Like yeah. Like, you didn't, like, go, you weren't at the hospital and doing all your, like, registering of names oh, and all yeah. of that. I think if it was just born on the property, yeah, maybe then they that could happen. Like, like they wouldn't be documented. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's true, actually. Didn't think of that, but that maybe like because that's the thing, like like how they both died of these like yeah secondary things. Did yeah, they just not. Yeah, they couldn't just go to like Royal North Shore Hospital. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Um, so then there's still two more. Oh God! So there was a stable boy mm. who burned to death in the stables. Oh my God! Allegedly, what is this place? I know it's fucked. It's like the, it was like Hell House yeah. on the mountain, like Murder House. Oh. American Horror Story. Um, he allegedly, because his bed was set alight what? while he was in it, after he was late getting up for work. And that was in the stables, which is oh important. We'll come back to that soon. And then in 1961, so this is oh, ages way later. after, yeah. there was a caretaker who mm. was still minding the property. And he was shot dead by a local... This is like a legit thing that happened. Who mm. claimed he was inspired by Psycho? So Psycho would come out that year, and what? then the guy just went up and shot this guy. Just it's because wild. the movie Psycho was so inspirational to him. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I know. <laughs> it's so, so weird. That's not a reason to kill someone. It's not like, a reason. Think of something better. Because <laughs> there's, there's totally reasons <laughs> to kill someone. Well, like I hate the guy, or I'm yeah, crazy. Yeah. Not. Psycho. I was inspired by Psycho. And Psycho's not even like controversial. It's not that good a movie. No, and also he stabs people to death in the shower. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't go shoot, up and them. shoot them. Flimsy excuse, murdering flimsy. man. A flimsy excuse. Um, 
So then I'm going to talk to you about the ghost sightings because basically mm. that's all the fucked up shit that's happened there. Can I point out there's a lot of maids and children? Mm-hmm. Like three of those incidents are like maid and children related. Yes. Like the boy tied up. Yes. It's pretty much all to do with the help yeah. in the house. Yeah. And oh, yeah, they were all. One, all the only the one that isn't is that kid. And baby. we don't even know if that was actually the yeah. coolies. So um, heaps of people have reported ghost sightings. I'm going to put up a whole bunch of pics mm. that are like, <laughs> this is a ghost in this mirror, but it's kind of could go either way. I'll also put my own pics up there because I went and took a lot of photos. Yeah. Um, so Mrs. Crawley is seen a lot. Um, she apparently appears often in the converted chapel where she spent a lot oh, of her yeah. time after her husband died wearing black. Because oh she's nothing if not committed to the black yeah, cause. She loves that look. She loves that look. Her <laughs> aesthetic has stayed. It's her. It is her personal brand, and she's stuck with it in death <laughs> into the afterlife. <laughs> um, and she's carrying a silver cross. Mm. Apparently, her presence is really domineering, and she particular is gets really particular about what goes on in her house. So she often like freaks out with guests and yells, "Get out!" Which, oh my god! Like never. I never want horrendous. that to happen to me ever. I'd be like, I'm so sorry, goodbye. Yeah, I'd never, I'd never leave my house for 23 years <laughs> after that. Yes, <laughs> agree. Um, people also see Mr. Crawley, and they say he's wearing a brown suit with a long white beard. Pets don't want to live in the house, so one thing that the and they um, know, they know. Yeah, so one thing that the Ryans noticed was, yeah, their pets just refused to go in the house. And pets do know; yeah, they know they everything. Know. They can like sense ghosts and stuff. Yeah. Uh, That's weird. Lots of people saying they've heard children's voices and there's no children around and that sort of thing, you know, which is the standard bullshit. Um, Olive Ryan once told Sydney Morning Herald in an interview that it was like living with another family except you couldn't see them when they moved in. Oh, my God. So it's like they just literally just got used to this other family. Yeah, their presence. No, thank you. So did the Ryans live there? Yeah, on site. Oh, my God. I don't know if they ever lived actually in the house. I think they did for a period. I know now they live next to it. So they lit their house. You can see their house from the homestead and they still experience heaps of stuff, but they love it. And one fun thing. They love it. We love No, they do. They haunted. genuinely love it. Oh my God. They genuinely love it because Lawrence and Sophia, who I said Lawrence mm. is the one talking to the media, mm. Sophia's his wife. Sophia told the project when they did a big interview mm. with them. Um, I... She said that she believed she'd had a past life there. Mm-hmm. And she said, I've learned that I was one of the maids here. So what? she's really into the spiritual wow. bullshit. She yeah. is like deeply connected she's to that She's like stuff. really feeling it. Some psychic was taking her for a ride. Totally, <laughs> <laughs> probably. But also just like, absolutely fucking not. If I had one ghost encounter in my house, yeah. I don't care how much I paid for that shit. Yeah. I'd be like, Bye. goodbye and well to all that ails you (laughs) and I'm sorry and here's some sage (laughs) and here is some other good herbs for ghosts. Yeah. Have a nice time. Enjoy my house. Yeah. You know, it's like that creepy fucking story in America (laughs) where the house, they were getting letters in the mail. Yes. Oh my God. That story is wild. And it was like for anyone that doesn't know it. Which is, is great. I should probably put a link into the yeah. thing, into the group. Um, the um, They just started getting letters from someone that was like, 
I used to live there. Um, I'm watching you. It was called The Watcher. Yeah. He's like, I've, um, have you found what's in the walls oh yet? Oh, my God. And your child is this. And oh it was just really God. fucking weird bullshit. Yeah. I would, le- I would have left after the first letter. Oh, I would have left, like, first just getting a letter in the mail with the creepy writing on it. I'd be mm-hmm. like, goodbye. Bye. I'm not even opening this. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm just leaving. <laughs> it's like a birthday card from someone with <laughs> yeah. terrible handwriting. Yeah. You're like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. <sighs> um. So, other than that, uh, Lawrence has a very creepy story Mm -hmm. that happened when he was a child, which he told the Sydney Morning Herald. It's a great one. It says, one evening when mum and dad were driving back to the empty house, they were both concerned by the amount of light pouring out of the windows and doors, considering it had no electricity at the time. Oh, my God. Their first thought was that the vandals were back and they were being burgled. Dad told mum and us kids to remain in the car while he went to check it out, but on arriving at the front door, all the light immediately went out and they were plunged into darkness. Oh, my God. I know. Sorry, that was to Domain, not the oh. Herald. <laughs> what the hell? So Lawrence told Domain that. Yeah. Um, hectic. They also used to hear footsteps of a woman in heels on the veranda, went, which at the time was full of holes and not in use. So no one could get no up there. No one could literally be walking on it. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they attribute that, that to the, the maid. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So when I went on the balcony, because I went on the balcony, oh my God. I remember feeling really like it felt slanted. Mm. and Slanted towards the... Like towards the ground. Right. Like, you, like really you felt unstable. Not like you'd fall off, but just like yeah. you had to be careful. And I didn't actually know any of the ghost stories before I went in. My friend Lisa had gone with me mm. and she'd stayed in the car because we'd brought her dog on an Australian road trip, which you just don't do. <laughs> Never do it. You can't stay anywhere. It was a nightmare. Yeah. And um, so she'd stayed in the car and she was just researching while I was in the house. Oh, my God. I would have been so scared if I was her. Yeah. And the property. Like, oh, my God. People die. <laughs> and then I, when I got back, she... I told her everything, and then she told me stories, oh, and that's when I heard about the so maid. Well, no, not the maid, because I knew about the maid, but that's when I heard that other people have experienced that. Right. The slanted feeling. Yeah. And when I went down the stairs in the house, mm. I felt like I was going to fall. Like, I felt I'm really unsteady. Right. And I didn't know. I 100% didn't know the baby about story. The baby. At oh. all. So there's like, Did you yeah. feel a supernatural presence pushing on your back? No, I did not, Josie. But I just felt, yeah, definitely felt Unsettled weird. and uneasy. Mm. And I couldn't even go into the stables. Right. Because okay. I was just felt, I was like, I absolutely can't go in there. Like, I just felt like it was not a place that I wanted to be. Right. The bad And I knew energy. nothing about it. And then the guy burned Alive in yeah. there. And they say that it's the most supernatural area in the house. It's got the most activity. So is that – sorry, I'm asking mm-hmm. again. But do they have, like – I've watched those ghost shows where they have, like, the EMF readings and stuff. Like yeah. they look at the energy in the electromagnetic field. Is that what EMF stands for? Yeah. And that, like, peaks when there's, like, ghost activity. Yeah. Well, I think a few people have actually done that, mm. a few ghost tour – show business yeah. things and I'll see if there's any videos around mm. but I'm pretty sure they had like experiences that's where some of the photos come from and oh my stuff God, those shows fuck me up oh they fuck me up so bad um but yeah so hectic mm. um he has another great story that happened to him sorry that first story wasn't the one that happened to him he was a child in both of them but that this is the big okay the big one okay I feel like I'm, I'm really fucking this up but anyway <laughs> um <laughs> My parents were hosting a party in the ballroom, and as I was only little, one of my sisters took me up to bed. Every hour, one of them would pop their head in to check on me. 
my youngest sister was 12 at the time, entered my room to see a bearded man sitting on the end of my bed staring at me. He then turned to give her a menacing stare. Oh, my God. What the fuck? She screamed and ran to the party to tell my parents that there was a weird man in my room. But when they got there, he was gone and I was still sound asleep. They searched the house and found nothing or no one. She described him as wearing old-fashioned clothes and they thought it was possibly Mr. Crawley who had been seen in the property a number of times since. Oh, my God. When she finally told me that story, I was 13 years old. Mm. It all made sense. I hated that room and had always felt like I was being watched. I never slept in the main house ever again and I still won't. Oh, my God. I know. That's so scary. I know. I wonder why he was sitting there watching him. Well... That's the thing. I don't know. I mean, Mrs. Crawley, the the story behind her is that she supposedly wants people out of her house. Yeah. Fair. Um, she yeah. sat in there for 23 years. It's her fucking house. Get yeah. out of her space. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what his deal what's is. his major malfunction, yeah, I wonder. Sure. And watching a little kid. I mean, I guess a lot of the stories are kid related. Like yes. he fathered, allegedly, a bunch of kids. That's so true. Maybe, but then to look at her with a menacing stare, maybe he like wants all the kids for himself. Well, she was a kid though, but yeah, yeah, but he was the youngest kid. Yeah. So maybe he wants the youngest kids for himself. It's very creepy. That's so creepy. Oh my god. Um, and there's. <laughs> I'm not sleeping tonight. I'm gonna sit wide awake, waiting for <laughs> Mr. Crawley to come. Watch you. Apparently, to come watch so me. Reg, because Reg died. Mm. Reginald died in 2014, I think. Apparently, he also haunts the house now. Oh, that's it's nice. Kind of Second nice. generation of I know haunting more spirits. Yeah, but I reckon he's friendly, Reg. Apparently, he is. Yeah, he's meant to be a friendly presence. That's I think so Olive is the one that said she saw him. His, his like now his wife, right? Um, but yeah, so overall, there's ten distressed spirits that reside wow. there. Apparently, yeah. So wait, Mr. Crawley, Mrs. Mrs. Crawley. Crawley, dead maid number one. Yep. Um, screaming baby. child, screaming child outside. Slash man, stable boy. Yep. We're at six. Oh, so also other spirits I've seen talked about were mm. there's an indigenous maid that oh. pops up in mirrors sometimes because they they had quite a few, um, you know, obviously awful the stolen generation yeah, times right. they had quite a few yes. maids come. Yep. So she that's seven. Mm-hmm. Don't know who the other three are. Could it be the caretaker that got shot oh, by yeah. the psycho fan? Maybe. That made it this sound like, like a, he was a psycho fan of the caretaker. I meant the fan of the movie Psycho. Yeah. This is kind of like Animalia, yeah. but with ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's creepy. But yeah, that's pretty much the story and everything. But um, you can also go and stay there. You oh, can stay overnight. Oh my God, why would you do that? I, you have a death wish if on your life. If you do it, you're a fucking sicko. Yeah. But no judgment. But also come but tell also us so about much it. judgment. <laughs> yeah, and tell us. Tell us if you do it. I would never. I would you could not pay me. Like, if you said to me, Mel, for a story, we want you to go stay there. We're going to, like, cover all your costs to get there and we're going to pay you $1,000. I still fucking wouldn't. <laughs> like, 100% still wouldn't. No, me neither. Not a chance. I'm a scaredy cat. I just, like, I like haunted houses. I will go into them in the daytime. Yes, yeah. And I'll still be scared, but I'll do it. Mm. Because I like the history of it, too. Mm. Like, I did this the mainly because I was interested it, yeah. in the story. Yeah. But um, I don't. Like, I really genuinely believe in spirits and I'm very hesitant to fuck around with them. Yeah. You know? 
because they can be vengeful. Well, yeah, and they're fucked. And mm-hmm. it's like, I actually believe more in demons than ghosts. And I'm like, that's some bullshit that you don't want in your life. So, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever felt a ghost presence? Not a ghost, but I've felt things like I felt with the stable boy mm-hmm. many times in my life where there's an area that just I don't want to go in. Yeah. Um, and I don't know anything about it. I just don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. And um, it happened to me also at the quarantine station. Oh, yeah. When I did like a ghost tour as a kid, I just remember like not wanting mm. to go into the morgue. Ugh. Even though I know it's the morgue, so I felt like with that one it was a bit more like, well, maybe you were just scared of the word morgue. But yeah. with this, I was like, the stables had no meaning to me. I just was like, like nah, not, absolutely not. Doing not. It. Mm. Have you? I've got two stories that relate to what you just said. Oh, yeah? The first is my mum, and she went to the Tower of London. Oh, yeah. And you go to all those torture chambers um, where they kept prisoners. Yeah. And she said she had the most overwhelming sense of deja vu that she's ever had in her entire life. Like, it was so strong, she nearly fainted. My God. It was like this overwhelming thing. So now she's convinced in a past life she was a prisoner in the Tower of London. She's never never had that feeling before or after that. Mm. It was only when she was there. She is like us and likes history and went all around the UK with her friend, went to, like, every castle, every heaps of, like, torture chambers and cells Mm. and... But that one at the Tower of London, like, she was like, get me out of here. Like, God, really weird feeling. And then my second story, and you're probably going to think I'm crazy. But I, a few months ago, started to feel like a presence in my room mm. of, like, someone touching my face. Mm. But it didn't, it kind of felt like, it felt like my own hand was on my face. Yeah. And then I, I was kind of half asleep. And then I was like. My hands are here, but I can still feel just like the weight. Yeah. But I didn't feel scared. It didn't feel like... Like a nice... It felt like presence. a comforting presence. Mm. And then I went to a psychic who I'd been to the year before. And I'd gone to her, and it was just after my nan passed away. And I was like, oh, like, I wonder if my nan is trying to tell me anything. This is the first time I went. And she goes, no, I don't think she's with us yet, because when people pass away, they, like, go to another plane, their oh. souls... And then they come back. And then I didn't tell her anything about anything about it, feeling anything on my face. But when I was going to the, her the second time, I did have it in my mind of like, you know, when you like shuffle the cards and you think of things you want answered. Mm. So I had that in my mind, but I didn't say anything. And then we, she was just like turning my angel cards over. And she's like, oh, she goes, someone's here. <gasps> and she goes, it's a woman. It's someone that you loved very, very much. And she's like... Um, no. Yeah, she said a woman. And then she said, was she, do you know someone that was like sat down a lot or they were very short because I can see you bending down to hug them? Mm. And my nan was like tiny. And oh my God. The whole joke was, would be like you're shrinking because we had to bend down oh. to hug her. And then she's like, she's telling me like to be careful. Like she, she started doing this and like touching her own face, mm. the psyche. And she's like, anything that I do, like, the spirits are telling me to do. So sometimes she does things with her hands. Mm. And she was touching her face where I was getting where touched. Where you? Oh, my God. And then I said to her, like, I don't like to give them too much. Yes. So I'm like, she could she probably remembered that my nan passed away. So I was a bit sceptical about that. But I was like, no, I've been feeling that. She's like, she just wants you to know that everything's okay. Yeah. And, like, that's why she comes and touches your face. So now she's like, next time it happens, I want you to acknowledge her. 
So now when I feel it, I'm like, hi, Ollie, do I that? But she said she wants you to be careful of your eyes because she she goes, did she have anything wrong with her eyes? And she had macular degeneration, Mm. but she didn't know that. And I was like, yeah, she did. But, you know, old people do have macular degeneration. That's quite common. So, again, I'm like a little sceptical sometimes. But still, a lot of info to know. But I've never felt any kind of presence ever in my life. And I've got no grandparents left. But this one I was really close to. Yeah. And I definitely feel that sometimes on my face. And I just go, hey, Ollie. And then I feel better. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a coping mechanism. No, I, I, like, that feels... Like, I always just go with, like, how many sort of coincidences mm. come together to form mm. something that just is actually not a coincidence, yeah. you know? And yeah. I think, like, her knowing so much information about yeah. you and, like, you know, like, when they're like, oh, did you know a person yeah. that you loved? That you died. know, like, obviously, but, Because yeah, I'm 33, are, so really, uh, the chances are I'm going to have had a few grandparents that have passed away. Yeah. But, like, the thing about bending down to hug her and things like that. Yeah was weird to me but it made it made me feel better and now I feel like she's with me so which was nice. nice story. Yeah, so it's not a scary ghost story. They're no. not all scary. They're like Reg. Reg is totally yeah. a nice ghost. Reg and Ollie, my nan, are like on the same level. They probably hang out. Mm-hmm. The baby's probably a nice ghost too to be honest. Do you think? Or do you well, think it was 18 like, months old. But it died in such a horrible way. I know, but it didn't mean to. Oh, but you mean it as might in like, be sad and like it's a sad baby. It mm. wants revenge on whoever killed it. Okay. <laughs> We're going to end on a really nice note. Now we've ended with this revengeful baby <laughs> revengeful that wants to kill everyone. Stabby baby. <laughs> stabby baby. And on that stabby baby note, uh, that is the story. Please go visit it. I don't want to. I won't. Well, someone else should. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone listening, you guys yeah, go on my Josie. behalf. Josie refuses to. I refuse. As great as that would be. As I get scared of- my own house sometimes. I'm not going to go to some yeah, true. haunted Place. But I love it. I love hearing about them. Yeah. But I'm just easily so terrified. Yeah, me too. I'm not going to do it again. Went. Someone go do an overnighter. That's what I nah. think someone should oh, do. Oh, my God. We <laughs> won't pay you $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do it, we will like your Instagram, Ooh, your Facebook post about love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, what are you doing next week? I'm going to do – we've had a few requests. I'm going to do Harold Holt. Yes. And the disappearance of. I'm really excited about it. I know yeah. very little about that. Mm, I was reading a bit yesterday because I was going to research my next mm. one, but then I was really tired. So I just like Googled it for fun, which yeah. is kind of research. Yeah. Like I, yeah, there's some crazy conspiracy theories, which is what I'm going to go into. Great. But yeah, I, I think Carol will be fun. Because like my friend Erin, who listens to this podcast, said, our Prime Minister disappeared in caps. Yeah. She's like, that is just so fucking wild. I know. It's like, so yeah. extremely Australia as well. Like, it just seems <laughs> yeah. extremely Australian for our Prime Minister to just disappear. Disappear off the face of the fucking planet. Yeah, it's wild. Anyway, that's what I'll be doing next. Yay. Well, Thank yeah. you for your ghostly stories. The hairs on the back of my neck are standing I know. Up. I have it's, been it the whole time. Out a bit. The story where he's in the bed is just terrifying to me. Yeah. It's my worst fear, but... Oh, that's awful. Yeah, I had fun telling it. Um, I had fun going there when I did. Yeah, and you're in the daytime, in the re- broad daylight. Post your story in the mm. in the group. Yeah, we'll so t- that we'll they can see it. Yeah, we'll share the story, and um, I'll put those pics in as well of yeah. like ghostly apparitions and mirrors. And I'm things. not going to look at them, but everyone else should. <laughs> everyone, everyone, have a look. <laughs> um, cool. That's it. 